0: by Vibby.com, the quick easy way to make highlight videos of your very own simply log on to the site put in the timestamps of your favorite moments and watch as the highlights spring forward into a video of its own that can be easily shared across social media and other content platforms this podcast is also brought to you by unicorn.com the premier esports betting site log in today to bet on all of your favorite esports games and see if you have what it takes to win some Unicoins of your own. Who knows? It might be enough to win you one of those awesome prizes they have in their marketplace. Enjoy the episode. Internet. This is Chase Retcher king Wassenar. I am a free agent head coach and analyst, as well as a contributor at Slingshot Esports. And welcome to day nine of our team-by-team European LCS podcast preview series. We are almost done looking at all of the teams that Europe has to offer. But of course, before we can wrap up with the team that won it all last split, we've got one more team that needs to be discussed. A rather large team in, in nature but not necessarily in practice, and I am joined by my good friend, Walter Sietes fetchuk a fellow contributor to Slingshot, to break this team down with me. Walter, how you doing, man? Dude, I'm doing great, and I know that you don't want to talk about this team because
1: we think that's going to be kind of a dumpster fire, but anytime time I get to talk about League of Legends is a
0: good day, so I'm ready. Let's do this. Hey, man, I we're, di- we're in this together. We are as well as Giants fans, we're all in this together. And Giants fans obviously have a lot of reasons to be concerned. This is a team that did not do very well last split. They finished in 10th place with a 3-15 and record. In the previous year, that would have been auto-relegation. But with the playoff changes, they were able to battle their way back slowly but surely. And they have made a lot of changes to try to make sure that this team is going to perform significantly better than what we saw last split. In addition to Hustlin coming in from their bench in order to become their starting support, and Sonestar from Incredible Miracle, who they added towards the end of last split, as well as Smitty J from Dignitas, they've made two more changes. Maxlor, the former jungler of Inspire Esports, the European Challenger team, is their new jungler. And Knight, a Korean mid laner formerly known as Moon from the Ever Eight Winners Challenger team, has made his own away over here as well. So, Walter, this is an entirely different team from the team that struggled so much on Giants Gaming. When you look at just how much overturn there has been in this roster, what do you think about the end product that they ended up with?
1: I mean, it's an okay roster. They've got some. They've got some upside players, I guess. In in Max, Laura, they have some Koreans, and everybody knows that you know when things aren't going great, you just add Koreans, and maybe you'll win and win a championship. It worked for Fnatic. It worked for G two. Maybe it'll maybe it'll work for Giants. Um, but I I think there's some upside players in, in Max, Laura, Knight, and even Hustlin, I guess, but. What their upside equals as a ceiling I don't think is very high. I don't think any of the players on this team are all of a sudden going to transform into, you know, top three players at their position or anything like that. So when it comes down to Giants, you just really are trying to, I guess, stay in the LCS, something that they failed to do on their first go-around. And this looks like a roster that might be able to win in a relegation series.
0: Yeah, when... It's not a very optimistic approach right there, Walter, to say they might win a relegation series. We've got to, it, It's one of those things where, unfortunately, that is what we're talking about here with Giants. They are not a team that seems poised to make a big leap right away. Uh, if you're looking at Maxlore and Knight, these are guys that have only previous challenger experience. It's, it's very difficult to know exactly how good Knight is going to end up being. Maxlore, I, I have significant concerns about his champion pool. He only played a total of five different champions over the course of his time in the European Challenger Series, Uh, and a few of those were just not particularly good. So there are definitely going to be concerns as the metas change, and he has to prove that he can do a whole bunch of different things. I just don't know how long it takes for this team to get up to speed, and I guess that leads to the most interesting storyline for this team is how much growth can we reasonably expect this team to have? Because they've got a lot of players that have either had very little experience or only had experience on teams that weren't particularly good. Smitty J had a couple of weeks of experience on Dignitas and then got benched and only has been played on a on a weaker Giants team than what they're hoping they're going to be putting forth here. There's reason to believe that, you know, obviously hustling is is in a – theoretically better situation now that Knight and Maxlore have arrived compared to uh, ex-Pepe, who really dropped off hard last split. But at the end of the day, Walter, when you have so much young talent all being thrown in there at once, how much growth can we reasonably expect from this team? I mean,
1: the, the problem here, again, is what are the ceilings for these players? And personally, I don't think they're very high. Usually, there are very few scenarios where a player comes in and has limited experience uh, as a professional player, whether it's in the Challenger Series, whether it's their only, you know, one split that they play in the LCS, and that they just come and break out. Those players are very few and far between, and you usually see some sort of hint in their, in their earlier play that gives you that. Smitty J's been around for a couple of splits. Max Lord played in the Challenger series last split and has been around a little bit. Knight and Sonstar played in Korea. Hustling has been around for a little bit. And there's never really been any signal, any hint that any of these players were gonna turn into some sort of superstar. Granted, you can get by and can get into the middle of the pack if you have five role players, five you know, twos and threes that all play pretty decently and can hold their own. I'm just worried that none of these players really are going to be able to hold their own when you put them up against some of the better players in the region.
0: Yeah, it's a rough situation to be in. I mean, let's be clear. Hustlin was on this team from the very beginning. They didn't believe that he was worth starting over Godfred, and Godfred wasn't particularly great. That does not give me a ton of confidence. It almost does feel like... Hustlin is here because they need a support, and it couldn't get much worse than what Godford was doing. Star, we've seen him around. He is the latest round of, is he bad or is he just on Incredible Miracle? That's that's one of those things that uh, Skyler and I have previously played before on this podcast, and to me, it just seems like he's not all that great. I didn't see anything from him, and even in the promotion games, that made me really excited for what he was capable of. And as you said, Smitty J, he had two weeks in Dignitas, and they didn't think it was worth keeping him either. And that was a Dignitas team that was not particularly good. So, yeah, there are warning signs here. There are only a couple players, and and Knight is one of them, that really has the chance to make a big step forward. And that's where I want to talk about when I talk about the best-case scenario for this team. When Giants did well, when they were sneaking into the playoffs despite the fact that they had really no reason why that team should have been a playoff team. It was because they were filed around ex-Pepe. They let him be the hard carry. They let him play the champions that he was particularly great at. And when the meta shifted in his favor, he was able to play those kinds of champions. He did very, very well with it. And the whole team could just do enough to get them there. And honestly, guys like Hustlin and Sunstar... They're not a great bot lane. If you need to rely on them to carry, you're going to have problems. But they might be okay. You know, I'm not convinced that Smitty J is going to be a very good top laner. But he might be good enough if the mid lane is strong. And this is where Knight comes into play. This is the signing that has to pay off in the best case scenario. He played eight games on Zillion at his time at Ever8 Winners with a 9.9 KDA. He went 8-0 and on the champion. He was dominant in that regard. Uh, he's played some great Azir games. He's played some great Cassiopeia games. He's played some great gangplank games. The guy has proven that when put on champions that he's comfortable with, he can excel. Now, there is a concern in the fact that he played a lot of different champions that did not go very well, with the exception of you know his central core. He's experimented a lot and failed in those experiments more often than not. But he does have a core of champions that he can bring out and that he feels strongly with. And if they can expand upon that and play that ex-peppy style where they center around him, let him be the hard carry, let everyone else be that more supportive role, there is a chance that Knight becomes a scary good mid laner that makes his team a threat to sneak into the playoffs in the backdoor situation. It's in play. Not necessarily likely, but if we're looking at the best case scenario, rallying around night is the way that they do it. But Walter, the worst case scenario is probably a bit easier to envision with this roster. So I got to ask, what happens if everything with this team breaks the other way?
1: I mean, if everything falls apart, this team is relegation bound, and I still think they're probably relegation bound. Uh, team Rocket—they made some upgrades. Splice may have upgraded the support position. I, you know, it's going to be hard for Giants to really elevate themselves unless players on this team make substantial strides forward. And I just don't foresee that happening. You know, Europe has always been a, a reasonably strong region and reasonably at you know have positions of strength. You know, the mid lane has always been this crazy position where Europe constantly is pulling these people out of thin air and you're highlighting Knight as really the main guy here. That's really going to have to step up. He's going to have to step up against Fabivan. He's going to step, have to step up against perks against Ryu against nuke duck. Like these are really strong, strong mid laners to ask this guy to contend with. And as for the rest of the team, it's their strength across the board across the entire region. You know, Smitty J played the one really, really good game against Darshan when he was over on Dignitas, but the rest of the season was kind of a non-factor when he was playing. Maxilor was a decent jungler in the Challenger Series in Europe. But like you said, perhaps he has a limited champion pool. Songstar again, towards the end of the season and into relegations, he played all right, but is he on the same level as Reckless or Zven or Freeze or Steelback or Forgiven? And then Hustlin, support position, again, is going to be contending against guys like Mithy, guys like Vander. I just think the talent level here and the talent ceiling is it's just too low for this team to actually contend for anything besides maybe, and this is the, the softest, most hard pressed, maybe avoiding relegation. And I just don't see it happening. I see them being, you know, the, the, you know, relegated team.
0: Yeah. And, and this is where the best case scenario argument that I just painted falls apart. And it's that, If you're going to have one star guy to try to carry your team, doing it in Europe in the mid lane is the hardest way of doing it because there are so many good mid laners that you've got to get through. And even the average mid laner in Europe is better than the average mid laner in, say, North America. And I think Knight has potential. I think that he certainly has a pool of champions that he will have good games on. But if he can't carry a game, I don't think Smitty J is that guy. I think We have enough of a sample size from him that we know he's not going to be that guy. I certainly don't think Sonstar is going to be that guy. And Maxlor really has a limited champion pool. And that champion pool is not really based on what the meta is right now. So that's a concern in and of itself. I, I am worried about this team for all of those reasons. So Walter, that leaves us with this final question of, Where do you see this team ending up with all of this taken into consideration?
1: At the end of the day, I see them relegation bound. Um, I see them probably the ninth or 10th place team in the LCS. Uh, You know, the very, very best case. I can see them potentially, if if things break right, they break into like the seventh spot and avoid relegation. But I I just don't see it. I don't see it happening. So I'm going to say nine or 10.
0: Yeah, I I think the 9 or 10 spot is is where they're destined to end up as well. And obviously, a lot of it depends on how some of these other teams develop. If Splice is able to take that step forward, if the Unicorns of Love, who are right now looking at a a similar scale of of rebuild, are, are capable of pulling that off, those are the kind of the questions that will determine exactly where this team ends up. But when you look at how this team stacks up against the top tier even the mid tier of teams in Europe, I don't think there's much of a case to compare them right now. It's very, very difficult to do a complete turnover of a team and to do it when your core of guys involves guys that other teams either basically gave away for nothing or just haven't had a lot of success in their previous stints. It's, it's hard to get excited. It's hard to look at this and say, this is the guy who can take the leap forward. And when that only guy is in the most contested position in the region, that's not good. But you know what? Hopefully the podcast was good, despite all the negativity we just shared about this team. Uh, if you enjoyed it, you should definitely check us out on soundcloud.com slash esports rough drafts or on iTunes if you search for rough drafts on the podcast section. That's where you're also going to find all of our previous episodes of this show. We have done nine days of these previews right now. We've done Shulk. We've done H2K, Rocket, Fanatic, Unicorns of Love, Vitality, Splice, Origin, and of course, Giants here. And in North America, we've been doing the same thing. We have Cloud9, NRG, Immortals, Echo Fox, CLG, Liquid, Apex, Envious, and Phoenix One Today. So all of those podcasts you can go check out on SoundCloud, like we said. We'd love it if you guys could uh, if subscribe as well. It really helps us out with all our algorithms. And of course, you can also find us on social media. I am at King on Twitter. Walter, where can the nice people at home find you? You guys can find me at C80s underscore LOL. Awesome. And come back tomorrow, everybody, because we have a team that has come back from their vacation and are looking to make a massive statement once again within the region. So until then, goodbye, internet.